Welcome to the VR Gaming Podcast, your source for PSVR 2 game reviews. Just kidding. Neither of us has actually tried one yet. Uh, I'm probably waiting for the PS5 Pro because based on what I've heard, I want better performance. I don't want all those reprojection issues. What about you, Alex? I'm not waiting for a PSVR Pro. PS, PS5 Pro. Not PSVR Pro. Um, but I can't afford... I haven't got a PS5. I can't afford one right now. So I want one, but I can't afford it. Yeah, I don't have a PS5 either, obviously. Yeah. I have contacted Sony, I mentioned to you before, uh, to see if I can get hold of what, a PSVR 2 review unit for my channel. We'll see what happens there, but uh, otherwise I'm going to have to wait a little bit. But I do want one. One thing that really blew my one. mind that I just remembered is that I, it came out in the news recently is that PSVR 2 has a Pentile OLED. Did that blow your mind? Uh, no, it didn't really blow my mind. Um, <laughs> I'm just imagining you having your mind blown by blew that information. blew my effing mind. Uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, it's interesting because if people don't know what that is, it's just the arrangements, the arrangement of the pixels on the screen, everything, all the new headsets, uh, LCD with, was it RGB stripe? Yeah, RGB stripe. Which, so that's, which apparently gives like a really good fill rate. So you get three yeah. subpixels per pixel, whereas Pentile is two subpixels per pixel. Yeah. Which is why Vive and CV1 had worse screen door effect. Yeah, plus they were lower resolution, but... Mm-hmm. I mean, it's still like a was it two K by two K or whatever. So it's still a high resolution panel. It's not like it's a low resolution panel. So it it should still be. It's probably going to be like on par with an index, which is obviously lower resolution, but because the fill rate's better on that, it'll be similar. Maybe I don't know. Yeah, but until probably. I get my hands on one, I, I have no idea what it's going to be like. Yeah, but we don't need PSVR twos really because we have plenty of PC VR games to talk about. You know. Alex and I, we, we mostly play PC VR. I think, Alex, you have a Quest 2 again? Quest 2. Do you have a Quest 2 or is your brother? Uh, yeah, I've, I've got one. I gave it to my brother, mm-hmm. and then my brother basically said I don't want it and gave it me back. So yeah. <laughs> I still have okay. a PS... Uh, I still got a Quest 2, okay. but I don't use it, yeah. really. Yeah, so we mostly play PC VR. But we'll, we'll talk about some P- PS VR 2 stuff also sometimes. Yep. So, uh, yeah, we'll get into the games we've been playing for the past month now. So I think the big, one of the biggest ones that came out this, or hasn't come out yet. No, it comes out March 17th. Yeah, Yeah, it comes out March 17th, but we got some early access keys to Half-Life 2 Episode 1, the VR mod. Because we're influencers. Exactly. And Alex is the virtual insider on YouTube. And virtually I'm, insider yes he is and i'm main fan on youtube uh so i do like gameplay videos usually and he usually he does videos where he analyzes certain Stuff. aspects of vr yeah. yeah so i did a gameplay video that uh, i already uploaded and uh, that's a full, yeah full playthrough and um yeah i i i kind of um i i, I definitely prefer half-life 2 the original vr mod yeah, more than this one. Episode one, 
I just kind of got uh, I got sick of it, especially toward the end where I had to escort those those people back yeah. and forth. Oh my god! And you saw my video where I just yeah. kept dying and suffering and cursing. Yeah, you were struggling. Yeah, I mean, you I, did. I, you did a lot better, right? I've got to be honest. The way you play games, sometimes I could not do it because you will just. Like it took what four hours, and you just play that in one go. You yeah. won't have a break. You'll just play and play until you finish the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think even with the Half Life, wasn't Half Life Alex where you basically played through the entire game? No, I had to do two separate videos because yeah. I had to take care of my kid at one point. But I would have done a full, complete playthrough if I had time. Yeah, so but like, I will stop to use the bathroom and. Yeah, eat, but I mean, you, 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 I played like one, two hours at a time with the game. Uh, and then I'll come back to it. Whereas you're just oh. eight hours straight, and yeah. then yeah, and I, I just think that would ruin my enjoyment a bit, especially I'm, with this because the ending yeah. part, yeah, that was. I'm was sure tough. it's not. I'm sure it's not healthy. <laughs> what I'm doing to myself. It's kind of like what reviewers do, and you know, when someone's got to review a game within a deadli- deadline, mm-hmm. a lot of times their enjoyment gets ruined because they've got to literally play a game yeah. all the way through within like a space of a few days. Yeah. Whereas a, a general public, people who play games for fun, generally will, you know, just take the time, play it an hour, two hours a day or something, and just mm-hmm. gradually play through it. And it definitely affects the enjoyment of games because if you can just take your time and when you get a little bit frustrated, just stop and then come back to it, it just refreshes yourself and yeah. you don't end up having to push through that frustration. Whereas you just, you just kept going and going until you know you finished it. Well, yeah, there's not some, there's nothing else I want to do. It's like, okay, I could stop for a little bit and go eat, but then it's just like, it's like, all right, I just want to go back into the fucking game. Even if I was getting really pissed off, what else am I going to do? Take a walk, go outside. (laughs) Fuck no. (laughs) I'm not doing that. We'll play a different game and you'd have to play the same game all the way through. You could, you could stop playing that game and play something else for some, for an hour. I'm not, I can't really, I'm not that type of person. I kind of. I, I kind of do one game at a time, usually. Yeah, you like to just work your way through, even if you're not enjoying it. Yeah. 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 Just yeah, like my relationships. Just like my relationships. I'll stick with one woman, even if I can't stand her. I'll stick with her. And then I'm like, you know, eventually I'm like, all right, we're done with this fucking relationship and I'll move on to the next woman. Yeah, I don't, I'm not mixing relate. the women up, you know? Yeah. I can't, I can't uh, deal with that mentally. I can only handle one at a fucking time. I don't know. That's, yeah, that's not many people mix works. up the women. but Yeah, yeah. and I, I have lots of friends that mix up the women. Do they? Yeah, a lot of my friends, yeah. Maybe I shouldn't okay. say that, but no, it will, you know, it's not like... <laughs> well, no one knows who they are. Yeah, but... And their women aren't listening to this podcast anyway. No, but, definitely not. But yeah, I have lots of friends where, yeah, they, they can't stick with one woman. and We should probably talk about this game. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. what did you actually think to it? Uh, you, didn't, you didn't enjoy it as much as Half-Life 2, which obviously I, I, I think everyone it, would. But, yeah. Okay. Again, this was another issue with Half-Life 2 is that I already played it, you know, and beat it years and years ago. So I did, but going, I forgot. A, I literally forgot this game. I could not yeah. remember virtually anything. So it was kind of like fresh for me, me anyway. Me too, mostly. But a lot of times I would do something and I would go, oh, yeah, I remember doing that. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. I there I was rem- those little sections. Yeah. Yeah. And that's just not as fun. Like, like you asked me, I think maybe in the last podcast, if I kind of like you were comparing Resident Evil 8 and Half-Life 2 VR mod and kind of asking me if I like the gameplay of Half-Life 2 more 
And I was like, I don't know. That's hard for me to say because for me, Resident Evil 8 was brand new. Yeah. So I was way more interested in that than I was in Half-Life 2. So that's yeah, I mean, when you already know what's coming, it obviously ruins the enjoyment, definitely. Yeah. And obviously, I mean, I've played Half-Life 2 a couple of times. I only ever played Half-Life 2 Episode 1 and the second episode once, and that was, you know, 15, 12, 15 years ago. So to remember every single detail is just impossible. And I forgot a lot of this stuff. I did remember certain things, like there's sections where you've got to these ant lines that come out of these holes and you've got to kind of plug the holes with cars by yeah. using the portal gun to push the cars into the holes and stuff. Um, yeah, I mean, the game, I think it's a really good mod. Like, the mod itself, because I played Half-Life 2 VR mod early and it wasn't as polished as this. They've really polished a lot of stuff up. Um, like All the guns now have two hands and you've actually got hands that you're holding them. You can mm -hmm. climb the ladders and... It'll actually show you where you're going to teleport on at the top, and yeah, there are no yeah, ladder issues now. Yeah, all. it's really polished, really well done. Mm -hmm. One one thing I don't like is the portal gun. I find it's okay, but I think because there's no weight, the way that you move it around, you can really just whip it around and just pick things up and fire them with, and it just don't feel as satisfying as I think it could. But that's nothing to do with the mod. That's just obviously the limitations of probably what they can do with it. But it feels like if it was like a weighty thing where you've got to use two hands on it and kind of move it around and you know like saints and sinners where it's like it's lagging a little bit and it feels heavy i feel like that would have been more fun to use you say portal gun but you mean gravity gun. oh shit! you're right yeah. bollocks i wish we had a portal gun yeah well portal should be coming in the mod as well but uh, yeah, yeah. I, I, and there's, there is a a lot of portal Oh, fuck's sake. <laughs> Not Portal. Uh, gravity gun stuff in this game. Like, you've the first part, mostly you're using the gravity gun. You don't even get a gun for a, probably a good hour or so. Um, so it, it's it just, overpowered also. Yeah. Like, in that first section, you're just like, all right, you're just destroying those dudes. Yeah. I remember there's actually an achievement where you've got to go through the entire game with just the Portal gun. Oh. <laughs> gravity gone yeah but you only fire one bullet because there's a there's a lock on the door and if you fire it you've got to you've got to shoot that lock off but everything uh -huh. else you can go through and i actually i think i got that achievement i can't remember really? so maybe i did play through it twice yeah i think i was one of those people that went back and did the whole thing with oh the... you mean back a long time ago yeah uh -huh. not not this time around no as soon as i got the guns i was like yeah i'm using the guns because they're more fun yeah and once you get out of the underground section and you're in the main city that's that's where I enjoyed it the most, where you've got like Combine coming for you. And uh, there were some really cool set pieces and moments, which I won't spoil. But overall, it's fun. It's not as good as the main game, but I think everyone probably would agree with that. And the, sec the that section you mentioned just felt like a complete piss take. Even because basically what happens is you go to this section where you've got you've got to escort these people to the train station. And... You all go, you go across and they say, we're going to go in groups. So you go across, Alex is with you. She's with you with most of the game, which is also quite cool, having like a companion as well. I feel the opposite. Okay, that's fair enough. I want to be alone. Yeah, I like having her as, as, you know, it's like sometimes she's covering you with a sniper rifle and stuff. And, you know, sometimes you haven't got a gun and so she's shooting things for you, but you have to put your headlight, you have to shine your light on them so she can see them. It's just some cool little stuff like that. But this section with the train station 
you actually go across, you've got two civilians with you, you've got Alex, and you go to the end, other side, and Eve, Alec, Alex says to you about, oh, that was easy, we should have brought everyone with you. And I thought, yeah, that was easy. Why don't we bring everyone with us? But then you have to go back and you get two more people. And then you have to go back and you get two more people. And then you have to go back and then you get two more people and an APC arrives that fires rockets every literally second and it's virtually impossible to avoid the rockets. And then you do it again. So you do it like five or six times and it, it was really irritating. And, and the APC section, which is what you got stuck on, was really difficult because you literally stick your head out and the rocket will be coming straight for you. Yeah, and you, and couldn't, when, hide, you couldn't really hide from it out in the... the yeah, and you have, a, um, you have a rocket launch and you've got rockets you can go and get to refill it, but the, the rocket launch is guided, so you can't like just pop out, fire a shot. You've got to pop out, make sure you stay with the laser. Unless there's a way of turning that off. Is there an alt fire or something? I never thought about that, actually, but yeah. You see, you've kind of got to stay out long enough for the rocket to hit, then you can pop back in. And sometimes yeah, it, it, you it, it, pop out so fast that, you, and you shoot, try to shoot a rocket, and the rocket will end up hitting invisible geometry and kill you. Yeah, I saw that. That was oh, that was bad. God. Yeah, you struggle more than me though. I just, I think it took me like four attempts, but I think it took you like fourteen. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know yeah, you died a lot, yeah. and it was funny. I enjoyed watching that. <laughs> well. There's another video, my next video that's uploading, you'll you'll get to see more okay. of that. It was a game we're going to talk about next yeah. anyway. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, it is. Yeah. That is the next game. It is. Yeah. So just wrap up. Half-Life 2 Episode 1 VR mod comes out on March the 17th. It's completely free as long as you own the actual main game. And the main game is really cheap now as well. So if you and also if you've not played Half-Life 2, you definitely want to play that first. And the VR mod for that is excellent. So if you've not played Half-Life 2 VR mod, play that. Then play Half-Life 2 Episode 1. And I think they're also going to be releasing, well, I know they are, uh, Episode 2, which is the like conclusion to the story. So, and from what I well, remember, Episode 2 is more out in the open. Like, Yeah, is... I really enjoyed Episode 2, actually. You yeah. kind of open world in like a forest environment. You get to drive a buggy around. There's, yeah, there's much I really don't like fun. all the dark basement shit. You know, it gets old after a while. Yeah. yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. Should we talk about the next game then? Yeah. Yeah. Next game is District Steel. And this came out in early access sometime last month. I can't remember the exact date. And it's really fun. I really like it. What do you think? Yeah. Yeah, I had a lot of fun. We got free keys uh, from the developers. So thank you yep. to them. We, I think we're Barricade very lucky. Studio. Thank you very much. Yeah, that's going to be my next video that I uploaded. So if you want to see me get uh, decimated, you can see that. Um, like the game, you're, I don't know, you're a cyborg. Like you're half Are human you, and half robot. Yeah, you've maybe? got like a robot arm. Yeah, so robot your left arm, arm is ro like a robot bionic arm. Mm -hmm. And your right hand is um, just a normal hand. Yeah. And you but have you a shotgun the, and a yeah. SMG and a pistol. And uh, Is there any other weapon? No, that's this three, there's three weapons. Uh, the game has like a, f I would describe it as like an industrial, futuristic look to it. So it's kind of, it looks futuristic, but it's got this kind of industrial, everything feels like it's in, like, you know, a, a, an industrial unit or something or some sort of mm -hmm. complex. And there's lots of, it's called District Steel and there's lots of steel, literally, in the game, like lots of metal stuff. 
Mm-hmm. All the environments are very boxy. It's kind of like an old retro style level design where everything's boxed, kind of straight corridors, no curves or anything anywhere. So if you like retro style shooters, it's really it's really cool. The way that, the way I think visually it's really good. Yeah. I was actually surprised how good it is. Um, this the lighting's really nice in this game. Really well done. The way that they've done all the the way that the reflections are done on all the different materials, and they've got sort of ambient lights and different colors and things. It's kind of how remember when we talked about lawn. It's kind of how that should have looked in that kind of. They never really got the lighting yeah. right in that game. It was too flat. Whereas in District Steel, the light just feels real, and the way that they've lit the, the world feels really good. It's really well done. I did think about lawn while I played it. Yeah, and thought, yeah, this this is definitely better. Oh, it's miles better. It's one of the yeah. best games I've played for a while, actually. Really yeah. good. And and you've got like a you, your left arm also has a rocket on it, which you can by default. It re, it, I don't know if you changed this, but by default it defaults to head, so it's where you look. Mm-hmm. But you can change it to your uh, your arm, arm orientation, which yeah. is what I did because I found that much. Yeah. You can literally look at like you can look uh, look. You can put your arm out to the left and then boost left whilst you're firing forwards and stuff. Yeah. So it makes it more dynamic. Whereas otherwise, you've got to literally like crane your neck to look up or look yeah, to the left. I did that initially and it was too uncomfortable to keep doing that. Yeah, I don't. that shouldn't be the default, I think. I think yeah. the rocket arm, where that direction's pointing. I also don't like... It's done where you press a button on the top of your controller to do the boost. Yeah, and I feel like it would be better if it was a trigger because then you don't have to take your finger off the thumbstick because you'd have to kind mm-hmm. of. Well, here's what I did: I switched the boost button to my right controller. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. So then I'm pointing my left arm in the direction I want to go, and I press my my B button on my right controller to rocket jump. Yeah, that's the better way to do it because yeah. you have to t- you have to basically stop moving with your thumbstick to then do the boost. So there's like yeah, a slight that doesn't delay. Make sense. Yeah, you don't feel as smooth. Whereas if you could keep moving and boost so you kind of have like continuous movement it would feel a lot nicer the left i don't remember if the left trigger had to be used for re- reloading or anything yeah that's the only other thing but they could do it on the grip maybe they, just, mm-hmm. like you say probably doing it on the other controller probably would work better it's and you kind of hard with your, it is a little bit at first it was a little tough for my brain to you know can use my left arm to point where i'm going and press my right you know, yeah, it's a little bit tricky, but I got used to it. Yeah, you do get used to it. Like towards the end, I was just literally just boosting without even thinking about it. And you can boost straight, so you can like boost on the floor. You can crouch and boost through, like ventilation shafts. You can point the your hand up in the air and boost up. And it's yeah. it's kind of like a temporary boost. It's not you can't fly for infinitely. You just mm-hmm. boost for a few seconds and then it recharges and then and you can. This boost, boost again. is your only way to jump. There's no jump button. No. So sometimes that was a bit. Tough, yeah. Because there were sometimes little platforms where, yeah. But it was fun though. It really was fun. I said to the developer, I think they should, because when you boost, you can't. As far as I could tell, you can't control yourself at all in midair. I I think you should be able to control yourself a little bit, like Mm. like a Mario game. If you jump, you can control yourself in midair. Yeah, that's what I mean. I don't mean like move myself like a lot but just give me like a little bit so that i can a little bit of yes so it's not as fast as maybe just moving around um but just a little bit of control maybe yeah yeah i would overshoot a lot of stuff or you know yeah sometimes you would try and jump on something and you wouldn't do what you wanted to do 
Mm-hmm. Um, but it was really satisfying, like boosting up onto a ledge or something. And uh, there's got these panes of glass which you can shoot through and throw enemies through them as well, which look really cool in VR. Oh, yeah, and then the slow-mo button is a big thing. Did you use that? Because I've got this feeling... I you said you never... Oh, did Actually, you? Actually, anytime I got into a room where there were a lot of enemies, I was like, all right, slow-mo time. Yeah, because you, some... you've said before that you don't like slow motion. I don't like it, but in this game I liked it because you don't... Any game where you have to use it like all the time, that's fucking annoying as hell to me. Yeah. Because I don't like slow games. Yeah. But I only used it when I really needed to, like uh, when fighting a room full of enemies or fighting those Ed 209 type bosses, yeah. dudes. I was like, oh shit, slow-mo time. And then the final boss, obviously, you have to use slow mo, or you're not. Yeah, gonna... it's very difficult. You would yeah. you would struggle to get through that without it. Yeah. And yeah, the slow mo's. Re- I thought the slow mo was really well done because we've had a few games with slow motion in them, like Boneworks and Blade, uh, Blade and Sorcery. But it's just like a tacked on thing where you can just infinitely slow things down. Yeah. Whereas this has been integrated into the gameplay, so it's not infinite. You have like a bar on your. Oh, that's another thing. When you jump into the game. There's like a, it's on your hood, it's on your face. And it was like, immediately I was like, okay, I don't want that. I yeah, definitely change that. Yeah. And you can put it on your arm. So you just look at your arm and you've got all your information on there. Mm-hmm. But you have like a meter and you get, your meter goes up if you kill enemies or if you like collect um, energy, energy cells. Yeah. yeah. But I never actually used the energy cells because it just, whenever you kill enemies, it just boosted it enough anyway. Yeah. Generally, I, I found towards the end, especially when I was getting good at it, I've, I could string along and keep in slow motion quite a lot. So it was, uh, but yeah, you can kind of like boost up into the air, go into slow motion or go sometimes like if there's a, if I know there's some enemies around a corner, I'd boost sideways, hit slow motion. And then as you slide in, you know, past with the enemies in front of you, you take them out and then you, you stop slow motion and then they all kind of like just fall to the floor. Really yeah. cool. Looks yeah. amazing in VR. Yeah, and they it changes the graphics when you do slow mo to this like slightly cell shaded look, which actually looks really cool. Yeah, the way they've done the the effects is really well done. Like the the slow mo, they kind of make things look a little bit different, so you know. And and if you watch the gun as well when you're firing, you can see the bullets slowly kind of just the shells kind of come out of the top of the gun and things. It looks slow mo's always look cool in VR, but I think because they've done it such in such a stylistic way, it makes it even more cool in this game in particular yeah it's the coolest slow-mo i've ever seen in vr for sure yeah and you just want to use it even even if like sometimes you do need it because it can be quite difficult at times but sometimes i just use it because it just felt really cool to use uh, there's some enemies that shoot really fast so those are yeah. one, good good ones to use like those uh like, like sentry guns yeah because i still died a few times in this game as well it's not it's not easy yeah did you beat it yeah, I finished the boss. Yeah. But how many attempts did it take? Uh, seven. Seven. Like that. Yeah. Okay, well, that makes tricky. you feel a little better. I mean, it took me more, but at least it only only take you like three. It was tough though. Towards the end, uh, I don't know if you should spoil what the boss is, but yeah, I just made I just kind of made it on my seventh attempt. The problem for um, me was those, those fucking rockets were like I couldn't dodge them. They kept killing me even when I was hiding. Yeah, I, I just, you've got these like pillars which you can hide behind and I hid behind them. The first two stages, because there's, there's three stages to the boss, the first two stages were easy. I'd always get through them. It was just mm. that final stage. You just you just get like this barrage of rockets coming at you and it was really hard to avoid them, which is why I just literally just made it. I had like yeah. a sliver of health on that last attempt. So. Okay. Satisfying though. 
Yeah, I felt like the game was like really easy in the beginning, and then the the difficulty ramped up crazy hard at the end. Yeah, I think like midway through it starts to get harder. Mm-hmm. Uh, it feels like the first part is probably where obviously the early stuff that I made, and then mm-hmm. it really started to get in the hang of the level design and the the setting up, you know, the the robots and stuff that you're fighting. Yeah, it felt really creative. Like the levels, even though they kind of looked a bit samey. There was always enough there just to keep me interested. Like sometimes you're outside in the night, sometimes you're outside in the day, sometimes you're inside in smaller areas, sometimes you're in these really large areas. It was really, really well done. The, the level design is excellent in my opinion. Yeah. Uh, and the ammo was... One thing I did want to ask you actually, because you said before you get three guns. You've got your pistol, you've got your submachine gun, and you've got a shotgun. I didn't know that the submachine gun was behind my back. Oh, so really? I played through like half of the game just in the pistol, and I was constantly running out of ammo, and I kept finding ammo for the... the yeah, the, the SMG uses the light yeah, ammo. I was getting it, loads it, of ammo for this It's counterintuitive, isn't it? Uh, does it? Did it ever tell you where to, or did you just figure it out? Um, I did can't, it tell you where the, gu- where the gun was? I feel like in the very beginning of the game, it told me about the SMG. Like, oh, and there, and there was like the training part, the training mission. Did you not do the training mission? Yeah, but I use the pistol. I don't, maybe I just didn't pay attention. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But another you thing know, as well is there's one section where mm-hmm. you have to put those plant some charges on a. You have to plant some charges on some sort of um, energy cell or some energy thing, mm-hmm. and I didn't know where the charges were, and I didn't realize. And again, probably my fault for not paying attention that there was an inventory slot underneath the robot arm. Did you yeah. know that? Yeah, the yellow one. There's yeah. a yellow little slot, and then there's two green ones, and I would put my grenades in the green ones. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't figure that out till like halfway through. So that's my fault. That's fine. I, that might have been in the training thing. I can't remember. I probably would just want paying attention. Yeah, maybe. Um, so yeah, we both like this game. It's yeah, it's, how much is it? It's twenty four dollars. Yeah, yeah, twenty four ninety nine. But we're giving away a free Steam key. For this game so to get that you need to leave a youtube comment and it's uh you know vr gaming podcast that you know on youtube you can find it easily and if you leave a comment saying the name of the game that the opening music that i added after in post i'm going to add music to this at the very beginning of the podcast you name that game you get the key and Good i'll probably luck. keep <laughs> adding it's a vr game i'll give you a hint it's a flat to VR mod game and I'll keep putting different, you know, VR game music in the beginning of the podcast. Maybe I'll keep doing this same type of giveaway thing. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. What were we going to say? How long did it take you to finish this game? Four hours. Yeah. Same. So four. It's, it's still early access, but I do say, I will say it feels very, par- very, very polished. It's not, uh, I don't feel like a game that's not finished. But it's not finished. There is basically you finish the 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 game and it says to be continued. So there's more to come in the game. Yeah. Some people might want to wait for the full release. But if you're looking for something to play on PC and you like you're struggling like we've been struggling to find stuff to play, uh, I absolutely love playing this game. Really good fun. Yeah, it's six levels, and uh, yeah, it does say to be continued. It's only two guys making it. Yeah, it took them like four years, and it's really. 
Really good. There's some. There's a few things like when you grab a magazine, it kind of floats in front of you, at the top of your hand. Yeah, that's one issue. Being... I, I I pointed that out to them, but I'm sure they're you know they're like yeah. And I'm the sure the robot hand know. feels mm-hmm. too big, personally. I think. Oh, that didn't bother me. I feel like the right hand's too small and the left mm-hmm. hand's too big. I think okay. if, they, if they tweak the left hand, right hand up a little bit, it felt like a really small hand. And then yeah. they tweak the left one down a touch. Because when you're picking things up with this massive hand, mm-hmm. it can be a bit awkward. Like if you're trying to rack a slide on the pistol, you've got this massive robot hand. It just felt a bit awkward sometimes. But. Okay. And there's also a map where you can, yeah, scale, I used it. The you map. can scale it, like zoom it in and out. I didn't use it often, but it's still cool. Yeah, I use that. To, it shows you little uh, secrets as well. Oh, okay. Little stash, the secret stashes, which I I use sometimes. Mm-hmm. All right. So the, the anyway, next game. Yeah. What, I saw you, you didn't put this on your list. I wasn't sure. How much there. did you play? Uh, the let me see. I could tell you in a second. Uh, Steam says, oh, an hour. I played an hour. Yeah, I played a little bit of it, but I didn't put it on because they're doing a patch which is going to fix some of my complaints. And I felt like I didn't put enough time into it to really... I mean, I'll talk about what I've played and what I think about if you've played a a bit of it. But I I do want to put... I'll talk about it next month as well, um, once I've played more time. The game we're talking about is The Light Brigade. This just came out. It's on Quest, it's on Steam, it's on PSVR 2. So it's a roguelike shooter where the weapons are world war world war two era weapons and um i don't know i don't really understand what the story is really you're 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 going through these areas and apparently you kind of you you're bringing light to the world or something you're, yeah, you're, you're trying to bring light back into lot. the world yeah mm-hmm. and you have to pray by putting your hands together to like shrines and you do it you do it quite a lot actually you can do it as well to um like scan the environment for loot and stuff. So if you if you've killed all the enemies before you move on in the ne- to the next area, if you pull your hands together, you do a little prayer, and then it kind of scans the area and shows you all your loot that you've got left in the area. If you want to make sure you get everything. Yeah, my first impression initially was bad because it starts at seventy percent resolution yeah. scale. Like, yeah. what what are you thinking? Why would yeah, you I don't do that? It looked really low resolution. Yeah, it looked terrible. And, and then, it defaults so to you, low settings as well. Yeah, I hate it when games default to low. But they're just in case people have shitty computers. Is that why they do? Because that? even it's a it's a quest. It's built around the quest. That's not you know. That's not oh, beat about on the bush. You know but that it, because when you're even when you're looking at your controller models in the game, it'll show a quest controller. There's no yeah index. It's model. just very. It's a very easy game to run, so you don't need to worry about. It. Just put put it up to hundred percent. I put it up uh, to one twenty or one twenty or higher maybe. I think I put 120, but it don't yeah. really make a difference visually, I didn't think. But once I did that, it looked good. Yeah. So yeah. the developers should, if they listen to this, they definitely should default it to 100%. Yeah. And, because it looks um, bad otherwise. And walking around the first training area or whatever, and walking around there, and then the area with the, where the NPCs are, that your friendly NPCs, that all looked good. But once I got, well, one thing about them, you can walk through the NPCs. You can, you know, like, I think they should at least collide with you so you, don't, you can't walk through them all. I never but, um, tried it. Once you get to the actual levels, I, it, they look so hazy and muted. There's, it's not colorful at all, and uh, that completely turns me off. Like I like games like Compound, mm. where it's bright and colorful, and I, I can't play these these games where it's just like muted as hell. It, it's just not. 
it just turns me off immediately. Then when you when you have your gun up, even if you're holding your gun, I'm sure that I think you said I think somebody said they're gonna fix this. You move That's what so I'm slow. About, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they, so they're going to change for. it to where when you put your gun down, you can move like Pavlov. You can move faster, yeah. right? Yeah, because right now, your movement's really slow anyway, which is yeah. frustrating. Like The first thing I did is look to see if there was a way to improve the movement speed. It feels like you need a sprint button or something. Mm -hmm. it, basically, the game feels like it's been built around teleport. Uh, you really kind of have to teleport. You literally can't get through the levels without teleporting because there's sections... There's like gaps where you've got you haven't got a jump button or anything. You've got to literally teleport across these gaps, but the the movement is really slow. And when you two hand a weapon, so when you when you because the most of the guns are two handed like rifles and things, when you hold the gun with both hands, your movement goes to like virtually zero. You can barely move. Um, so then you end up kind of walking around holding the gun one hand. You can't fire it one hand because it's got like a lot of kick and it. It has a lot of weight to it, which I actually do like the feel of. But I want to be able to hold the gun two hands and then be ready to shoot and just move normally. I don't understand why they've got this thing where you're really slow moving when you're aiming. I don't really get that. Even when you're not aiming, even if you just have the gun pointed down at the ground, you're slow moving as long as you're holding it with both hands. Yeah, so what you end up doing is you end up kind of like letting go of the front the front grip and then you kind of like keep your hand near it and then you have to it, it just feels really annoying i don't i don't i don't really understand that decision and i saw on steam there's a few people complained about it and apparently they're going to do it like pavlov where you point the gun down to the other floor but you can have both hands holding it and then you'll move at the normal speed and then as soon as you pull pull your arms up to, to aim forward then it'll slow you down but even then i, I don't understand why we can't just move at normal speed Maybe, because you can teleport instantly, and yeah. you can teleport as much as you want. There's no cooldown or anything, mm -hmm. so you can zip around with a teleport really quick. But yet, free locomotion is like really gimped to the point where it it feels a handicapped. If you don't want to teleport, you're handicapping yourself. Basically, yeah, and I don't want to teleport. Yeah, exactly. That's what I feel. And I don't like that. Yeah, there's so many places in the game where you have to teleport. Yeah. That's what I mean. It feels it's definitely been built with teleport. And then the smooth locomotion is kind of like a an afterthought, maybe. Like, we yeah. need to put that in. And this game, speaking of a game built around teleport, this game reminds me so much of In Death, which originally, I think, was teleport only. And then yeah. they later added free locomotion. But I, I could never get into In Death. Could you? No, me neither. I don't like roguelites anyway. Uh -huh. I will say that this one I do like. Yeah. Uh, and I do want to play more of it. But I just wish there was a bit more. I just... Especially when you, we've been playing District Steel, where you're literally rocket boosting around all over the place. Yeah. To go from that to play, you know, this game where you know the Light Brigade, where you 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 literally walk, you know, the walk speed. I want to be able to sprint for one. I'd love to be able to like move faster. Mm -hmm. I'd like a jump button so that I can actually jump over these gaps rather than using teleport. Yeah. Uh, even if it's just you know have it all off by default, but give an option like an advanced option or something where. You know you can move and jump so you don't have to teleport at all if you don't want to that that would really elevate this game way beyond what it is right now for me personally and when i was playing i was surprised to see that nick lane the guy that originally started this podcast he had 2.7 hours in this game i would 
I was really surprised because I thought he was like mostly just playing pinball. I didn't think he was even playing much VR anymore. I think if there's a game, I think if Nick finds something he likes, he uh, he gets on it. Yeah, so like with Population like One and stuff. Yeah. Um. So his channel that he focuses on now is Buffalo Pinball, by the way, and that's a featured channel on our YouTube channel. So you could see it, the link there. His last video, he did a cool video of his uh, his his basement game room, which is you know just tons of arc, uh, pinball machines, and he has some arcade games too. So check that out. Shout out, Nick. Yeah. Um, anything else about this? No, like that's what I said. I want to wait to see what they do with the patch. Um, maybe if they listen to this, hopefully they can. The thing is, the reviews are really positive. Like everything I've seen, everyone mm -hmm. really likes this game. So I feel like maybe we're kind of outliers where we. You know. I mean, it's not like I don't like it. I actually really like the game. It's just I wish there was more freedom of movement. I just yeah. don't like the restrictive movement. It's not bad, but. I'm picky about the visuals. Like, I'm normally, I don't usually, like, a game doesn't have to have amazing graphics, but for me, it can't be really bland to look at. And that's yeah, just I like, how I, feel I like the it. visuals. And I'd, I'd, I'd like to see more to see if it does add variety to the enemies. Did you say you like the visuals or don't? Yeah. You I do like? like? Yeah. Wow. Wow. It's like a dark, gritty, more, like, realistic look to it. And then... They've got, yeah, I want to see more. It's like a game where I, I do want to see more because I'd like to see what else they've put in there. Um, but right now, I'm waiting for some sort of patch to improve the movement. There, there's so many in this game, I can't even see a lot of, like, I can't even see what I'm looking at a lot of times. It's so, like, it's, it's just foggy. so, like, foggy. and. <laughs> but you love fog. We already talked I about like that fog. before. Yeah, like fog, yeah. I like that. I like the atmospheric sort of... Yeah volumetric lighting and fog and you yeah. don't like that no nah, i so. just want to see everything you want it to be just bland and, <laughs> and empty <laughs> anyway let's uh move on to the next game yeah uh, do you want to do yours or shall I, shall I move on to my which well yours is the game that i played more of like unless you kept playing it oh I'm fine. Let me let me talk about Zero Caliber because I don't think you've played oh. that one. No, I haven't played that. Yeah, that's it. It's um a game I played a while ago. It's a military shooter. It's a single player and co-op, and they did a big update. So I decided to go back in with uh, a couple of friends. And yeah, it's it's not like the best VR shooter ever made. But we don't have a massive amount of these kind of games that you can play single player or co-op and they've got like a story and a single, you know, like a, um, a campaign where you go through levels and you you have set piece moments and stuff, fighting against AI human enemies. And, and this is one of those rare ones we've got and it's, it's not bad. I actually do enjoy it. It's a bit goofy and it's not obviously AAA quality. The gun handling's solid. The level designs are decent and look okay. Yeah, I just think if 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 you're looking for a VR shooter, like a more realistic kind of military shooter, then this is one of the best ones that there there is out there, really. But you've not played it. I own it, and I still haven't played it. I yeah, I, I forget I own it. I yeah, know. I mean, I'll play some with you at some point if you want us to try it. Yeah, it's fun. I like it. All Not right. much more to say on it. Yeah. Oh, the next game. I, I I was looking at a different one, 
before. So right. Hitman Three. Uh, so what is it? IOI Interactive is that the company that made it? They yeah. They were nice enough to give me a free key to World of Assassination, which is a it's sixty nine ninety nine now. So they changed the name of I guess what is it? Hitman One, Two, and Three all are in one now and called World of Assassination. Yeah, we did talk about it last week, but they've yeah. basically they've combined all three games into one. They wanted me. There's a new DLC called Freelancer, and I was like, "All right, I'll play it in VR." And then I go into the game, and it's then it tells me Freelancer doesn't have a VR mode. And I was like, "Shit!" So, but they said I could play Hitman, you know, the other the, the Hitman Three instead. So, I've played it a little bit, and yeah, initially I was like, "This is blurry." But like I've I've heard from I think you and other people put the super sampling up to like five hundred percent and then it looked good. Mm-hmm. There's no other game I think where you could do that and and have the game actually run. Yeah. But, but this game for some reason you put it to five hundred percent and the game still runs fine. But well, it's so I mean it's so blurry at normal. Uh, like if you were, like I run at two hundred percent super sampling in Steam. Yeah. And if you run that in this game, it looks really blurry. So I, it has to be running at a low lack of low resolution it's not running at normal resolution that every other game's running it can't be mm-hmm. yeah it's a, what is it it's running at psvr1 resolution but even something still, like that if you did that times 500 percent, you would think that's too much for even a badass pc to run so i don't know what the deal is yeah well all i know it works so yeah um so what I did, you know, I went to the training and stuff and went through some levels. I was actually I was actually kind of impressed compared to what I've heard. I've heard so much negativity about it. So maybe yeah. they've done some stuff to improve it. No. They haven't done anything to improve it? No. Well, I already went into it knowing the limitations and knowing that, you know. Yeah, your expectations were. Yeah, they were low. It was, yeah. you know, you, you, were, you were expecting it to be a janky mess. That's yeah. not good. So, yeah. Um. Yeah. It's not bad. I mean, it's just. What did you, did you notice? Like the hands were like wobbly and and. Uh... I didn't notice wobbly hands, but when I would try to kill people, a lot of times it just wouldn't work. Or I'd, I'd use the wire and it would just like go through them, and I'm yeah. like, why isn't this working? And um, I would get Thanks. caught when I don't. I don't know why I'm getting caught, but what I mostly what I was impressed by, I guess, was the graphics. Mm-hmm. You know, the gameplay and everything isn't great. Yeah. But I could see myself still wanting to play it and, you know, being interested enough to go through these levels yeah. to see what That's happens. That's how I feel. The gameplay, the game's great until you stop actually having to do anything, basically. If you <laughs> if you just walk around the environments and listen to the conversations and try and be sneaky and all the rest of it, it's fine. Yeah. As soon as you actually have to do anything, the game just falls apart. And, you know, like you said, you... You try and grab someone, or you try and put a, you know, the wire around the neck, and everything just don't work. So that's that's the problem with the game. The game yeah. itself's good, it's the VR implementation is just really not great, and it just makes playing the game not fun. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, because they gave me that key, I'm gonna do a video. I don't know when I'm gonna get around to doing it, but yeah, I'm gonna make a video, and uh, hopefully some funny shenanigans will happen. Yeah, I mean, a lot of YouTubers have made videos on this game because of just how yeah. ridiculous stuff can go wrong. You know, yeah. you you try and grab hold of someone and, and, and knock them out and then they end up going flying or, you know, they'll, they'll just, you know, they'll not work and then they'll just, you know, they'll you won't make connection and then everyone kind of starts looking at you and shit can just go wrong in this game really quickly. Yeah. 
and you end up and then when you're running as well like because the direction of where you're running is not where you're looking yeah. and it's really weird you're stuck when I, when I run i'm stuck on that line yeah unless unless i use like the analog stick i think it works on your hand so you basically wherever your hand is okay. but it's not but the hand oh no it's, i think it's your body but your body it's re, it's a really weird system i've never seen it in any other vr game yeah. Uh, but yeah, when you walk, it's fine. But as soon as you start running, you kind of you can't control where you want to run anymore. It's it's weird. Is this a game where you can stand and physically turn as long as you stay in one spot, or, or is this a game where you pretty much have to stay seated? You can turn, but your body will kind of become misaligned because there's no yeah. room scale. So then you have to reset the headset, which is just a button press. But okay. it's a pain in the ass. Yeah. All right. Did you try? Uh, did you try the two-handed weapons? Uh, yeah, uh, just in the training. Yeah. Uh, I don't really remember. What, yeah. I don't really remember what. What my thoughts were on it. I'm trying to remember. If you actually tried to use them in an actual game, you'd be like, "What the fuck is this?" Yeah, because yeah. I was just aiming at little targets or whatever. So yeah. yeah I, I don't think I got to see how terrible they were. But I recommend. I mean, I've played through all Hitman One. And I'm working my way through two. Um, it's just for some reason, as the game, well, kind of makes sense, but as you get through the game, it becomes more intensive when you see in your computer. So then you just, it just becomes more and more blurry hmm. as that dynamic resolution kind of brings the resolution down. So it's gone from like the first few levels looking great, nice and crisp and clear, to it looking a bit blurry and not as great as it or as interesting. Oh yeah, the thing that was bothering me the most was I I was seeing dynamic brightness, so like yeah I don't be, know what that was actually. Did, did you ever see that or? What you, you mean like where about? it was changing brightness as you look at different things? Yeah, like or? I'm I just I'm, it's like light and then dark and then light and then dark and hmm. yeah. It, I didn't have that. You didn't have that. Okay. No. I don't know. I don't, I don't know, know what, what that was. Going on. Make sure HD HDRs turned off in the game or something. Maybe that's it. Okay. Have a look. So you doing the next one? Uh, yeah, we'll talk about the utility room because we both mm -hmm. played that. Mm -hmm. This was a the developer actually contacted me and very kindly gave me a couple of keys to play, and um, this is something I had, my, I had my eye on because it looked quite interesting. It's kind of how, how would you describe this? It's kind of like an experience a, more than a game. It's a it's walking not, simulator. Well, it's a jumping simulator. And there's a lot, a lot of, of know, there's a lot of jumping. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's not. It's not really a game. It's so an experience. I would I would describe it. Yeah. All you it, do in the game is you walk through these it's environments. Artsy. Yeah, it's very artsy. Uh, very surreal. This kind of yeah. Weird music plays sometimes. You're going through these weird looking environments. Sometimes the environments have these massive, like structures that move around. And, and a lot of them look like Easter Island heads. Yeah. And as someone who... There's something called megalopho megalophobia. I want to hear about this, yeah. This is where you've got a fear of very large objects or like large open spaces. Something that I didn't realize I had until I started in VR. And there were certain games that triggered this feeling where if there's something really big that's like massive and it's over... It just feels like it's... It makes me feel like, like this feeling of dread, like I'm going to die because this thing is going to crush me or something. Uh, so I was expecting to get that a lot in this game because of all the stuff I'd seen in the trailer. 
And there was one section where that one of those large heads, because it is absolutely massive. It's like the size of, I don't know, several houses all in one. Um, it came really close to me and it made me feel, you know, a bit uneasy. Mm -hmm. But I haven't really got to a point where it's just made me feel that bad where I've I've had to like say, you know, I can't play. But if you if you struggle with that yourself, you might struggle a little bit with this game. But it's definitely I don't know. What did you think of it? You played through it all I It was like the weirdest minutes. thing I've ever played in my life. But I wanted yeah. to keep going because I wanted to see what weird shit is gonna happen next. Yeah. And um what I did I enjoy it? I mean, sort of. Sort of. Did um, you figure out the jump thing? Because there's a thing where you can jump, but then you can do like a long jump. Yeah, you, you have, have to, to hold. Yeah, that was, that's really weird. That's a weird, good thing to point out. There's a jump button, but then there's also this thing where you have to hold your grips on both your controllers. And if you've ever played like Climby, it's sort of like that. And Climby, you had to, I think, maybe hold grips and then swing your arms to jump. Yeah, and the but, longer you hold them, the further you jump. So yeah, like and the controllers like, like, vibrate to let you yeah. like know that it's been like primed. And I uh, didn't really figure out that out for a for a while because I, the controls said something about triggers and triggers originally or something. But oh yeah, yeah, there was something so I was struggling. About that. Yeah, I was struggling to get over these longer jumps, and I was using the jump button, and I was having to taking like five, six attempts just to get over these larger jumps. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think I the figured, instructions said you use the trigger when it was really grip. Yeah, that's what threw me, uh, and like the heart, yeah, because I was like using, I was kind of doing the triggers and then pressing the jump button and swinging my arms, and it, I don't know, it just wasn't working. And then I realized, oh, you've got to squeeze with the index controller. You just have to squeeze the controllers together at the same time. Yeah, you don't have to press the jump yeah. button. And so a lot of this game, you're just going through caves. So I was like, am I playing the forest again, but like a much worse version, <laughs> looking version? Yeah. Um, you're just going through caves, and you just keep going and keep going. And, and there are loading screens in between. That's annoying. Oh which my were god, annoying yeah. as hell. And you'd, you'd, walk, somehow, you'd walk like a minute or something, and then there's a loading screen. Need to somehow, and all you've done yeah, is walk. They yeah. need to get rid of that loading shit. Yeah, it's just a that black screen with white text, which you don't ever want in VR. Actually, it just says loading. Yeah, and you can move around in the loading screen, and um, then then it loads the next one, and then it's like, all right, now I'm looking at another fucking colorless cave and you just keep going jumping through a walk, and then like you'll come across something fucking weird you know maybe it's a room full of spheres maybe it's a room full of cubes you know some of them are these some of them are like massive rooms full of maybe cubes and some of the or rocks and some of the rocks are sliding along mm. so they can knock you off your path and kill you that's where i got to okay and then you'll but you'll get instantly respawned. I think in that part, yeah, there were some. There was like, it did take me a little while. Like, what the where the fuck am I supposed to go? But there's yeah, a found, giant rock. I found out where you've got to go. And that. yeah, those giant should rocks. Should we t should we say what where you got to? Yeah, go there were just some giant rocks that were moving along, and you have to just jump on top of them. Yeah, and then ride them. But yeah, that, that wouldn't be obvious. I think I was just like, maybe that's what I have to do, and but I wasn't very confident that that's what I needed to do. I was like, maybe I'll die. I don't know. Mm -hmm. um, so you just keep going and you just keep coming across more weird shit. There are things to collect. Like there are, uh, I don't know if it was six or eight different little heads to find. I think I only yeah. found two out of the maybe eight. 
You show you show, you put some pictures on the Discord. Uh, yeah. So at the very end of the so game, weird. it gets very fucking weird. I, I mean, and it you ne- it never you never get explained what's going on at any point. Like, I don't know. Maybe maybe you're meeting God. Maybe <laughs> that's who that who that fucking creature is. I don't know. Uh, it's just very strange, surreal, artsy thing. It costs it's twelve ninety nine on Steam. I would say no way. It's it's not it's not. So I'm sorry, it's an not hour? worth twelve ninety nine. Hmm. Yeah, about an hour. Yeah, it took an hour. Hmm. So they're gonna get a lot of refunds. People are gonna do an hour and then refund it. Review is actually positive from what I looked at. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if they're getting their friends or people that worked on it. I, I, don't, I don't know. know. It's weird because. I said, I mean, I said that, you know, I've played half an hour. I got to that section where you're in like this maze where you're on mm-hmm. these, you're up on like really high on these platforms that weave and go in different directions. Yeah. And you've got these blocks of stone that are literally trying to knock you off. Yeah. And I literally got knocked off and I was like, oh, you know, I can't be bothered with this. <laughs> I turned it off and it was only when you put the pictures up of all this weird stuff. I was like, yeah. okay. I need to go back to it. So I've not been back to it, but I am going to go and finish it. But yeah, it's hard to recommend this at that price. Unless yeah. you really like weird stuff and you you like, you know, surreal kind of stuff that are going to maybe make you feel a bit weird at some at certain points. It's hard for me to say, yeah, jump out and get this for that price for what you get. Yeah. Um, yeah, you said it. I mean, that's it. This could have been a free thing. I could have seen mm-hmm. this being a free thing like back in 2016, 2016, uh, 2017 maybe. I do actually have an extra key for this. Um, oh, you, you have it right now? No. Okay. I was going to give it to some my patrons, <laughs> oh, okay. but no one, no one seems to want it. So <laughs> I feel bad for the It's developer. a very weird name. Oh, yeah. It's, oh, yeah. The present, uh, the, uh, what, what's the word? It, the, uh. The ut- th- this is supposed to be like basically like the universe's utility room, right? It's the back door. To, it says the thing says something about the back door to the universe or something. Yeah, it's like well, it, it's like some room that's running everything, but it when you go through it, none of that makes sense. Like I'm really interested in the universe and what's really going on, and yeah. so I was curious. So that's why I kind of why I kept going. I wanted to be like, all right. What's are you, you guys going to give me the answer? answer? Oh, it's going to give you the answers to exactly. all the questions. Oh my god! Exactly. And I didn't. Yeah, if get someone if someone wants this and they're in the um, and they're in the VR gaming podcast Discord, just drop a message to me. Yeah. And uh, I'll send them a key. I'll send okay. them a key I've got. All right. What's next? So what am I up? Uh, I think so. Yeah, you you talk. Buccaneers. Uh, I played a demo of this a while back at some next fest, and it was like ten bucks on sale. So it's a pirate game, first person pirate game. You can you control a pirate ship, and then you you fire it, you know, other ships, and you go on land, and you go into little towns, and you talk to people, and you recruit more uh, pirates for to join your ship. You talk to the governor, and he'll give you, um, you know, uh, new quests and or new ships that you need to go fight. It's very 
yeah, the graphics look like the Morrigan. Did you play the Morrigan? Yeah. So it's, you know, very simplistic polygonal poly, graphics. Yeah. But it's still fun. But I did have some issues with the controls, and I had I had some issues like recentering myself. But I was able to play it fine. I didn't. I only got to do like cannon battles. I didn't get to do any melee type. There apparently you do. There's melee and there's battles with like uh, rifles and shit. But I, I haven't gotten to do that yet. Um, for ten bucks, if you want a pirate game, I, w- I would say it's probably worth it. Yeah, I'm just looking at it on Steam. It's got posi- very positive reviews. So people. Seem yeah, it's to a like flat it. game too. I think. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah, that's why. Oh. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it seems. If you, we don't, it's surprised we don't really have much like There's that. At the Furious moment. Seas, which was pretty cool. Did you have to get off the boat with that though? You don't get off the boat with that one. Mm-hmm. And there's that other pirate game that I own that I never played, the Servios one. Yeah, that one's very basic. It's like okay. an arcadey type thing. But yeah. what's it called? Battle Wake or something? Yeah, I. Battle Wake. Wake. Battle Wake is that what it is? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So that's pretty yeah. much all I can say about it. <clears throat> okay. Uh, do you want to talk about The Forest? We talked about it last week, but we finished it now. Yeah, we finished it, and I mean, I, I, I kind of hate it after that. It has left... It's weird because I was actually kind of... I felt like it was okay last week, uh, last uh-huh. month when we talked about it. Yeah. But all, all three of us, because it was me, you, and Josh playing it, we were all just desperately trying to finish it at that point. <laughs> it was just like... When is this going to end? Just <laughs> please end. You guys uh, even more because you guys put way more time into it. Yeah, I put 20 hours into this thing. God. It was, yeah. And it what a became payoff really at the dull. end. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was really dull. Uh, the game just, re- it's just the same thing over and over again. Like the same environments, the same enemies. Nothing really changes. There's a section towards the end which I won't spoil because it reveals a lot of story stuff. Yeah. And then you have this big boss fight at the end which is like the most ridiculously hard i don't understand how anybody could do that boss fight without dying i mean because it's to the they point, would have gotten the weapons that we didn't get right yeah but even then like even the game itself when you die it literally just spawns you right outside the room so or underneath the floor it broke for you yeah, yeah. But if you basically you die normally when you die in this game you you start back at the plane and you've got to come all the way back up to get your backpack and everything this game was like, yeah, this is this is going to be hard. So we're just going to we're just going to respawn you with all your stuff outside the room, so you can just come straight back in and carry on fighting it. And we just kept dying, respawning, dying, respawning. It was just, it wasn't fun. Yeah. And then the ending is completely broken in VR. Only one of you can do it. So they've got two different endings. I'm not spoil what they are, but you can choose between two things. To actually see any of the endings in VR, you you all because I think you looked this up just. I had you to Google to, it and look on a Reddit post of someone saying. Yeah, so yeah. you you have to what was it? You have to press. We all have to press the thing at the same time. And then somebody and then had to back walls, up. We have to step backwards. <laughs> really weird. We all have to step backwards, and then yeah. what? Yeah. It worked for Josh. Josh got to see the ending. And we but, just stood around jerking ourselves off. Yeah, I mean, for four minutes he was explaining what was happening, and we were yeah. like, "Oh yeah, that sounds really good." <laughs> and then we, and then we tried to do it afterwards, and it wouldn't work, and we had to watch it on YouTube. So I still haven't watched it. Have you not? I for, keep forgetting. Yeah, yeah, I just watched it on YouTube. Was it worth yeah, it? Yeah, it was. I mean, not really. 
<laughs> there's two there's two options as well. I, I looked at what the other option was and I'm glad that was the best option we chose, but Okay. Um Yeah, it was it was it was yeah, I don't really I don't like it that much after after finishing it. And I think that the sequel looks like it's exactly the same, just with better graphics. So even if it gets VR support or someone mods VR support into it, I just have no interest at all to go yeah, back in. Either. I don't want to play it. The building's pointless. Yeah. Completely pointless. There's not, it's just some people put 100 plus hours into this game. I don't know how. I don't know what they're doing because there's, no, there's nothing there. There's no challenge. The enemies are really easy to kill. You don't need to store anything or mine or, or craft really that much. You can get through the entire game with pretty much most of what you start with apart from a few things you have to find in caves and yeah if you like exploring caves maybe you like the game like i said i enjoyed mm -hmm. some of it it's just like if it was if it took you know half the time to finish it would have been okay but because we cheated as well don't forget we went there's a section with a big sinkhole and you've got to you're supposed to find like the entrance to the sinkhole sure? somewhere we, yeah that's not mm -hmm. the way you're supposed to do it uh, and we kind of like cheated and we just dropped down. We dropped down, yeah, like down the side and kind of worked our way down that way. Because we did that originally and got stuck. Yeah. We couldn't get out because we didn't have all the, the gear. We yeah, we didn't have the rebreather. Uh, but you are supposed to actually go through some sort of cave network. But I don't know where the cave network was and I couldn't be bothered to it's find so it. It's so confusing with that map. And all the caves end up looking the same in the end. Yeah. So you, you, you walk in and you're like, have I been here? Have I not been here? And you just. Yeah, you guys were able to figure out like, oh, we've been here, and I, we'd been in the caves so long though. I mean, mm -hmm. we put twice as much time in as you, okay. so we'd been in the cave network so many times. We were starting to get, you know, recognize things. Okay, but there were times when I was like, have I been here before? Is this new? And then we we found like the rebreather, and I was like, oh, I know where we need to go. And then we went there, and it just literally took us out into this lake, back mm -hmm. outside again. It's like, well. What was the point in that? That was like completely pointless. Yeah. So yeah. I don't. I, I think it's okay, but I'm. Play I, Valheim I, I, instead. That's what I say. Yeah, if you like that sort of game, Valheim's like infinitely better, and yeah. I don't like that sort of game. Yeah. All right. I mean, I put this in here, but obviously, I always play Compound. I played it last <laughs> night. I can't stop. Like. <laughs> When I was playing the Light Brigade, I was thinking, uh, I want to play Compound instead of this. So, you're like that kid where you know you, you, you it's his birthday and you get him like all the new toys and stuff, and then he's like, "Now, I want to play this old toy I've had for all them years." And you're like, "Oh my god, I'm just exactly. giving you all this new thing, and all you want to do is play with your shitty old toy." When I was a little kid, when I was a kid, I wanted all the new games. I didn't want to play the old games, but now that I'm 43 years old, I want I want the old games for some reason. Fair enough. Yeah. So, uh, I don't. There's not much to say that I haven't already said. No. I have the game not. at ninety-two percent right now. I'm I'm struggling trying to. You have to beat the game on hard with these different mutators, and I I'm I have a, a few mutators left where I need to beat the game on hard, and I I'm just I'm struggling. Like I'll get to the last level and I'll die. Uh, so it's a mutator. There's one where you have a bow and only a bow, no other weapons, and there's a mutator where. There's way more enemies, and there's a mutator where uh, it's called Chaos Compound, where just all the enemies in the floors are random, and you just random weapons. Like, you could fight any boss on any level. You could have, you know, it, 
you know, any, any, it could be any setup. So that it's so crazy because you're not prepared. And out of nowhere, all these enemies could just flood you from nowhere. And I can't get past that. Anyway, uh, a little bit of bragging. I'm <laughs> my, there's a leaderboard for this on steam on quest. There isn't, but like I'm at on easy. I'm, I'm 37th place on medium. I'm 19th on hard. I'm 17th. And on spicy, I'm 23rd in the world. In the world. There's, in the world. There's tens of thousands of people on the leaderboard. Yeah. So that's not I'm a little proud of that. Yeah. That's what you spent your time doing. Yeah, that's what I spend my time doing. So that's that's all. I, I don't know. That's all I can say. Oh, if, Fair enough. Hey, I'd like some competition because none of my none of my friends on on Steam are any like the closest person on Steam. You know, you can see just your friend leaderboard. Mm. The closest is ranked like 5,000th something. I'd like some competition. So you can find me on, on Steam, MAME fan, M-A-M-E hyphen fan, and beat my beat my scores. Beat my, you uh, won't be able yeah. to. Don't bother. Okay, never do fine. It. Yeah, that's true. You're never going right. to do it. So. Hmm? They're never going to do it. Yeah, I know. I know. All right, well, we'll go to the next game. Uh, I, I played some Walking Dead Onslaught for... 20 minutes i've never played it yeah don't bother <laughs> i uh because we haven't really had a lot of releases lately so i was like hunting for some i've been craving you know like single player vr specific games rather than just mods all the time and uh i thought you know what i'll give it another go this is my fourth attempt playing this game and fourth. i keep trying because i want to like the game but I just don't like it. It's the main problem, like the the combat and everything's fine. I guess it's not like the best. The main problem I have is the structure of the game, where you basically you go into the game, you've got these story missions, but you can't do a story mission until you've done scavenging runs. And to do the scav, you have to get survivors, and to do, get survivors, you do the scavenging runs. So then you have to get a certain amount of supplies, and once you get enough supplies, and that all unlocks another survivor, and then once you've got that, you can do the next story mission. So basically, the game has just got this really grindy loop of you doing these scavenger runs along these really just basic linear little levels where you go off into these side buildings to get as many supplies as you can, and once you've done that enough times, you can then unlock the next story mission. And all I want to do is a story. I don't care about all this grindy scavenging runs which are boring uh i even looked for a save a save file online to see if someone would put like a you know 100 percent save file so then i could just go in and just play through the story missions one but after nobody's the other played it so how would there be a save exactly file? <laughs> i can't find one no one's done it so yeah i've i've, I've put it to rest it's, it's done i can't do any more of it gamertag might have he he played it, but now nah, he might have hated it and not played it much too. I don't, I don't know if he finished it. I know that he put a bad review up, but yeah, yeah. Someone probably have once. If if you're listening and you've played through Walking Dead Onslaught and you've got a hundred percent save file, get in touch with me because I do want to play through the story, but I just don't want to grind through that stupid scavenge shit. All right. So well, what, what's the next one here? Uh, I played. VR Noid, I got a free key from the developer. This was on NextFest. I played this before. It's like Arkanoid. And I was wondering, like, why didn't you just call it VRKanoid? Well, then, oh, there already is a game called VRKanoid. <laughs> uh, 
but most games in VR usually kind of they do it like a a 3D tunnel type thing, and you use your your hands as the paddles. But this game, it, it's more like um, it's more like air hockey. So you have you're looking down at a table, and then you're hitting the ball with the the paddle, whatever you're holding, and you're knocking out the blocks that are up. Oh, you know, hmm? sorry. I Oh, you're knocking okay. out the blocks that are farther. And then power-ups come down, just like Arkanoid. But then there's also an air hockey mode where you right now you can only play against the AI. I told them, if you can, try to add a two-player version so people could play. My biggest issue I noticed immediately was when you're holding the paddle, it goes through the table. It doesn't get stopped physically, you know, like by the table. Mm. I think he, he needs to fix that. Yeah, I It's agree. a pretty simple, this is a pretty simple game. So just, I imagine he's not going to charge much. I don't know. It comes out soon. It's not out yet. Like, I think it comes there's out like There's a demo. March. Yeah, there's a free demo. So you can mm. try it. It comes out, I think, March 4th or 5th. So there you go. Yeah, if you like that sort of stuff, it definitely looks kind of interesting. Yeah. Uh, very. It's got that same very like, retro look. It's kind of like Tron-like look to it. Um, yeah, Tron-like, yeah. But with another game that's coming out, which I probably, in fact, that's just come out, I should have put on the list, the R, what was it called? Arcade. It used called? to be, yeah, called Arcade, and then did they change it to Arc and Aid? Yeah. It used to be called Arcade, and now they've called it Arc and Aid. I wonder why. Uh, maybe for Google search or something, because if you search Arcade, you probably get loads of results. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's something that we'll probably play and talk about next week, uh, next month. Okay. Uh, which reminded me of that. Sorry, that diverting. No problem. Have you finished talking about that? Yeah, that's about it. Okay. Um, I briefly played. Uh, I didn't brief. I played a couple of hours of Ver- Vertical Remastered because obviously the sequel's coming out this month. So I just wanted to play a bit of that just to refresh my memory. There's actually some DLC for it, um, which I bought a while ago because I got the game for like one pound because I bought the original game and then the remastered came out and I got it for free. So I felt like. I just needed to buy the DLC just to support the developer. But the DLC, it's got like this thing where you can create your own levels, which I wasn't really that interested in. But it's got a load of mutators, kind of probably similar to what Compound's got, um, where you can change up the gameplay. And um, one of them adds like loads of more enemies, so you've got more enemies to kill. Uh, one of them makes the enemies easier to kill. But it also makes you easier to kill. So like you've got less health, uh, but you can kill them a lot quicker. And then there was one more which I, which I used, which was making the... Because it uses projectiles for the guns. And it makes them basically instant like hit scan. So you fire and whatever you shoot at, it just instantly hits them. Because I, f- I hate those projectile weapons where you fire. And then it takes, you know, a few seconds to get across to the enemy. Because by the time it gets to them... The enemies moved, and then it's like, oh, fuck's sake. So, so I think you had an issue with Lawn and with Red Matter 2 yeah. with that, right? Yeah, I do not like those projectile weapons. If they're going to have projectile weapons, make them fast. You know, like make them like a laser that zips across quick. Uh, if it takes a bit of time to get across, and if you, especially if you're trying to pick them off from a distance, it really starts to annoy me. Maybe that's Just, why you don't like compound, because the... The weakest pistol that you start out with is is a projectile that's slow. Maybe. Maybe, maybe you got that and you're just like, ah, fuck this game. And you didn't get... I mean, it's not the, like I don't like it. Yeah. It's just... 
But the good guns, yeah. then there are good guns that are really fast, and maybe you just didn't get to that part. Yeah, I'm not a big roguelike fan either, though. That's yeah, the problem. Yeah. And I'm not really a retro gamer. It's just like three things, two things there that I don't really like. But yeah, yeah Vertical Remastered's really good. I, f I forgot how cool it is. Uh, it looks cool. I like the, the visuals. They're not like high-end visually, but it's got real style and charm to it. And it just has these really cool set piece moments and there's a lot of variety with uh, like some boss fights and things. If you haven't played it, you definitely should play it this month before Vertical 2 comes out because Vertical 2 comes out March 30th and that is, uh, I think, going to be one of the best games this year, in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah, Vertigo Remastered, yeah, that's that's an awesome game. I even yeah, and if you've played it and you want to play it again, uh, get the DLC and do the Mutators because it, it does spice things up, makes things different. Hmm. All right, maybe. Because I've forgotten the game so much. Yeah, I was the same, actually. I was surprised how much I... I mean, I, not that much, but like there was something... I don't want to spoil... But you, there's like a boss that you think is going to be a boss, but it ends up not being a boss fight. And it's like, oh, okay. Even you saying that much, I don't remember. Yeah, it? yeah. That's, that's what I mean. I, I've somehow forgot a lot of it. So I think it's worth replaying because it's only like three it's like three to four hours. It's not a massively long game. So if you want to get a bit more value for money, then get the Mutator DLC and uh, and replay the game again. All right. That's I just it. noticed that I skipped some of my games. So I'll get back on track here. Oh I've been God. playing... <laughs> hmm? Go, Kara. Uh, I've been playing Propagation Paradise Hotel, but there's an NDA, so I can't really talk about it. So okay, that's cool. all I can say. Yeah. Uh, I think that that's coming out maybe in Q2 of this yeah. year. Uh, so Prey Typhon Hunter. Did you, you hear about this back when this got VR support? Do you remember no. this? This is old news. Prey Typhon Hunter. So the game Prey that came out, by Bethesda, not the original like 2006 Prey. Oh, but, it's an old, old thing. Yeah, yeah, it's an old thing where they they have this little DLC called Prey Typhon Hunter that they gave VR support. So Prey was on sale for the whole thing, like the deluxe pack was on sale for like 5.99. So I was like, oh, I'll get that because I wanted to try that Prey Typhon Hunter thing. Oh, it's like a DLC. Uh, oh yeah, I remember now. So okay, I went into that room. and I was immediately like very impressed by the graphics. This is triple A, like the best, the best graphics maybe I've ever seen in okay. VR. Sold, sold. But the but but the game is just all it is is hide and seek, and I only played with the AI. So like the AI has these little black blobs that walk around and then they pretend they're a cardboard box or pretend they're a chair or whatever. And you just go, all you can do is teleport. No free loco. Oh, it might be, you know, sometimes games are teleport only because if you did free loco, the performance would be too bad. And I wouldn't be surprised because these graphics are so good. Mm. Yeah. It might be better than half-life Alex graphics. Um, it's cause it's like, it's like triple a level Bethesda prey, whatever the hell that came out. It looks like that quality to me. Uh, so I thought there was some. I thought there was a DLC that was like an escape room as well. I did think that. Maybe I have it and didn't realize it. Maybe it's called Moon something. Moon Crash. Moon What's Crash. That? I think that's. I think that was like a roguelite thing that they bought off it. But there was another DLC for Prey, which was VR. 
only, and it was like an escape room thing. Okay, I need, I remember I need to go back in and try that. Maybe I'll talk about that on the next one. Because the typh- the typh- uh, the Typhon Hunter is like you say, it's like um, what's that popular it, thing? It's hide and seek. Is all, yeah. And you, you you kill you kill the uh, your enemy. You know, you find them, and you're trying to figure out which one is because they hide, and you have to figure out which one is the imposter or whatever. Right. You hit them with a wrench, or you shoot them with a gun, or whatever. But so, I, if somebody else had it, I think you could play multiplayer with other people. But no, who the fuck? Who who has this? Who has this fucking? Game? <laughs> who? who? No, yeah. Who's got it? No one has got it. Yeah. Um, I'm just looking at this moon crash thing again. What is this? Uh, yeah. So, moon crash. Yeah, Moon Crash is that uh, roguelite mode that they added. I can't see the DLC for this VR thing. Maybe they removed it, but there was definitely, mm. I remember it distinctly, a uh, DLC where you're like in an escape room game. Yeah, I, I vaguely remember that too. Maybe it was a, a PSVR exclusive or something. I don't know. I'll have to look into that. I'm looking at the store page for Prey Typhon Hunter. Reviews mostly negative. Yeah, I noticed that. 33%. Wow. I wonder why people don't like that game. I mean, uh, oh, they're pissed because it's dead. Oh, right. Like, there's no, there's nobody there to play with. Pray. Transstar. That's what it's called? The, the escape room thing? Yeah. Transstar? And I think it's part of the Typhon Hunter DLC, apparently. So you might have it. Huh. All right. Oh. No. I'll try it. Yeah, look, look that up because I'd be interested in that because yeah. uh, it looks, like, visu- like visually, it looks really impressive. Uh, anyway, we probably shouldn't be doing this live while we're recording. Yeah. All right, so that's all I have to say about that. Okay, that was interesting. I wasn't expecting that. Um, do you want to talk about the next one as well, that 3D? Oh, okay, yeah. 3D Send VR. That's the difference. Okay, this is an emulator. You can get it on Steam and itch.io. So whereas like EMU VR and Neo Retro Arcade or Retro Arcade Neon, those ones are emulators where the game is two-dimensional. It's just on a flat screen in a 3D environment. Whereas 3D Send VR makes the actual game itself completely three-dimensional. So, like, you can play any, not any NES game, only the ones that are supported. So if you go to their Steam page and go into discussions, you can see a list of games that are supported. But you can walk around the game, and the game, you know, you well, you can rotate it with a thumbstick, but I prefer to just walk around it, and it's, it's a 3D um, game made out of, like, actual blocks, so the, the developer had to go through each game and manually make them all 3D that way. So you can play it on a you can play it on a monitor. There's a version just called 3D Sun, or you can play it in VR. It's it's so cool. I don't even like NES, but I still want to play these games in VR because it's just so cool looking. So I didn't grow up with an NES, so I don't have any like nostalgia for it really. But um, some people requested Duck Hunt. And they requested Pac-Man. So I played both. I put up videos of that on my channel. 
and they keep requesting more games so i'm just going to keep playing them because it's it's just so cool to look at in vr and like in duck hunt you can walk behind the game and shoot at the ducks and shoot at the the skeet or clay pigeons or whatever you call it from behind and it still works i thought i was surprised by that you could play contra or mario and play it from behind so where you know you'd be you'd press if you left the controls the same the default way you'd be pressing right to go left but you could remap it if you wanted to like challenge yourself to play from behind you could remap the controls so that you know you could actually play it where you press left to go left i recommend it a lot at full price it's twenty dollars maybe it goes on sale sometimes i don't know but uh that's you know that's about it yeah, it's definitely uh, something that your sort of thing. The definitely my stuff. sort of thing, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's something that I've never really been interested in, but if you're into retro games, it must be really cool to experience it in that yeah. like new way. Yeah, I, I think it would be too hard to do, but I hope like Genesis, Super Nintendo, 16-bit systems would get this eventually, but probably probably be too much work if you had to do it yeah. manually. If you could get some sort of AI to do it, that would, that mm. would work. Yeah, because I know you, there's loads of different little emulators for uh, VR. Like there's a Wii one, which I don't know if you ever tried that. Dolphin? Dolphin, yeah. Yeah, I've never tried it because I don't, I have a Wii and I just wasn't, just not, I don't care much about it. Yeah. yeah it's it, it's Wii and GameCube is what Dolphin will do. Oh, GameCube as well, yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, something you should look into. Yeah, because that's actual 3D. It's not just like a 2D screen. But yeah. It kind of sounds like a lot of setup hassle. And that's what's put me off it. Yeah. It also hasn't been updated in a long, long time. Yeah. I think the developers kind of not do anything with it. But Yeah. I think on the Recentered podcast, they talked about Dolphin. Yeah, they like that, that one that stuff. I did. They're really into the retro stuff, aren't yeah. they? Yeah. Um, anything else you want to say on that? No, nothing else on that. Nope. Uh... Okay, another. Uh, I've been revisiting a lot of old games this last month, actually. And one game that I started playing a while ago, Star Wars Squadrons. Uh, this came out of, was it a couple of years ago now, and I only had a 1080 on my PC, and it just wouldn't run it well. Yeah, that's unplayable, probably. Yeah, but now I've got the RTX 3080. It runs it really nice, so I've decided to carry on playing that, and I started from the beginning, and, and I've been enjoying it a lot, actually, a lot more mm. than I expected. It's um, I've got a Hotas as well, which helps with the immersion, you know, having the stick and the throttle and everything. But it's just a really well-made AAA flight kind of space shooter. Obviously, Star Wars, you're in TIE Fighters and X-Wings, and the cockpits are absolutely amazing. Like, the visuals, the... the and material effects they've even got like in the uh in the x-wings they've got those little screens you know for your for your radar and stuff and you can see all the scan lines on the screens when you look at them mm -hmm. closely and the attention to detail is absolutely incredible and they they had a they have a good amount of variety as well to the missions so you've got somewhere you're bombers doing bombing runs sometimes you're in fighters doing escort missions uh you you're sometimes playing on the the for the empire sometimes you're playing for the rebellion and you, in between missions as well, you you have like mission debriefs and stuff. Uh, and you can go up and talk to people. And the visuals are just so, some of the best, like you said with Prey. 
Uh, it's just when you play, you know, a true AAA flat game, but in VR, it really takes you back of how good these games do actually look in 3D. And this is the same. Like the 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 they've got all these different like Star Wars people and creatures and things that are talking to you and. The, the lighting and the skin, the, how realistic everything looks. It's just really impressive. So if you've got any interest in this sort of game and you want to play something a bit more arcadey, kind of like Elite Dangerous, but without all the grinds, kind of just more dogfighting and, and flying around, then I highly recommend this game. Did you say you're using a Hotas or a gamepad? I've got a, I've bought a cheap one, like okay. a Thrustmaster thing. And that works well, huh? Yeah, it works fine. All right. Yeah, I get some stick drift sometimes, but I find if I just wiggle it about a bit. It kind if you were of using a gamepad, would you lose interest? No, apparently it's been built around the gamepad, like okay. the controls, so you probably enjoy it just as much. I wonder how uh, it would be in something like a Yaw 2. Oh, yeah. Although you can't do full, like, 360, can you? So, well, now it works. Like, if you were to do a full loop, you can. You go, if you get the most expensive one, I think you can do a full 360. Really? I mean, like upside down and everything. Oh, not upside down. I meant a horizontal 360. Yeah, that's what I meant. Like, oh. if you're doing like a loop of stuff, like, how would it work? But yeah, yeah, I don't know what they do. I guess it just pulls you back and like you feel gravity as you kind of your body's pushed back or something. But. Well, I've seen. I watched on on um, uh, rendered reality. They did a video of them playing uh, Hot Wheels. And they did, they were doing loops on Hot Wheels. And so, you know, it would, he said, I, I think I asked him, he said it, it felt, it felt like you're actually doing the loop because the way the, the yaw will move all the way down or all the way up. Uh, and it's enough to kind of simulate the feeling. Maybe it does it fast enough. I, I'm not sure. I don't know. Yeah, it'd be cool to try one, but I'm never going to buy one, I'll be honest. I ain't got the space one anyway. So. Yeah, they're really expensive now. Mm. And even people that have pre-ordered it still haven't gotten them, their Yaw 2 yet. If people don't know what a Yaw 2 is, it's what is it, like a mo like some sort yeah, of motion chair platform that, that you chair that you sit in and you can yeah, you can put mount, mount a wheel and pedals and, and yeah, hotas and all that. Yep, you're up next. What game? Uh, you, right. you played a bunch of Next Fest. Yeah, I'll try to go through these fast. I played a bunch of Next Fest demos. I usually, I, you know, maybe I didn't have enough to do at the time. I usually regret this after I do this sort of thing. <laughs> you, you just every time. I don't know how you do it because most of them look like craps. So. And I don't learn my lesson. No. Uh, well, Formula Retro Racing, I really wanted to try because it looked like virtual racing. Right. And at first it was a pain in my ass because it wouldn't go into VR. It was staying on the screen and... I, it's one of these games where um, this, if it was something having to do with the Steam VR window, like if it was on top, like it, you, then the game wouldn't work in VR. So, you, you know, one of these games where the window has to be the top window. Yeah. And Steam VR mean. wanted to be on top for some reason. So I had to figure that out. Um, so there were some issues getting it going. And then it, it had like an arcade once you first get into VR, you're in an actual arcade with like you're in an arcade sitting in a racing arcade cabinet. You can look around and there's pinball machines and other arcade games. And then once you get into the game, I was just using, you know, my analog sticks. I think, I think I was using just a game pad. I don't think you can use your, your motion controllers. 
and I liked the indie cars. That felt pretty good, but when I tried the there are these drifting cars, the drifting felt too crazy. I didn't like that, but the indie cars I liked. Uh, there are just some things they need to get, like the HUD is too much in your face, so get that out of the way in VR. Um, I, I left a comment about that, and but I, I would I think that's worth trying if you liked virtual racing, you know. So that would be a no for you. Is it right? retro? Is it yeah? Well, it's yeah, because it's retro, retro in the name. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so then I tried VR Reckon. I guess they're trying to sound like Tekken. Vreckon. Right. That is a that is trash. Don't. It, well, it's trash, but it's funny because of how bad it is. Like I was in a subway and dudes are just walking up to me, and I could just grab them by the face and throw them onto the subway track, and then they immediately die. That was funny, at least. Like, this could be a funny video. Yeah. And I put the difficulty all the way up, and then it just it just gave me more enemies that I could just grab and immediately throw onto the subway platform, onto the tracks. But no, it, sadly, sadly, no train came through and ran them over. <laughs> um, what were you going to say? Is the demo still up for that as well, actually? Yeah, so you could... Try that if you want. Yeah, it looks actually visually don't look too bad. Yeah, the graphics aren't play, bad. It's just the game. You ever play sucks. that Path of the Warrior? Did yeah, I played play that, that a little bit, and I just got tired of punching. Yeah, that was like a Streets of Rage type of um, yeah. game in VR. It was yeah. kind of cool, but very repetitive. Yeah, it's repetitive. So then I played golf. Oh no, I actually didn't play golf on the moon. It said it's VR. Nobody in the discussion could get it running in VR, so don't bother with that. I played yeah. something called Increment. It's I don't get it. It's a game where you press buttons and turn dials and shit. And like that's all I really saw. Press this button. Now this and then this and then I don't get the appeal of that. But I actually got stuck. I got to a point where there was I didn't know what it wanted me to do next. So I just gave up on it. Ornament Express was an escape room. It's just a little puzzle escape room type thing. It was okay, but you know, it felt like early VR stuff. Gazzlers was kind of like a rail shooter. You're on the back of a train or a truck or something and enemies are coming at you from behind and you're just, you're shooting at them and you get, while you're playing, you get upgrades, like upgraded to different guns and, and you have to reload and stuff and you get, you know, it, it was definitely interesting. Like there's potential there for that one for sure. It was pretty mm -hmm. polished. So that's one to look at. Taolu, that T-A-O-L-U, that was, it appeared to just be, do you know, like, from martial arts movies where they had those wooden things with the wooden arms and the dudes would hit the arms on them? Oh, yeah. That's all, that's all that, that's all I was doing. But it was like kind of like a rhythm game, like, hit this one, then hit this one, then hit then this, and then hit here. That, uh, that did nothing for me. No more rainbows. That that was surprisingly polished. It's like a it's a first person platformer where you play as the bad guy. You're some sort of monster, and you're going through these little colorful, cutesy towns, killing all the good guys. So I liked that. Except the there's no stick locomotion. You have to. It's like a gorilla tag type of game where you have to like move your arms to move around everywhere. So that could get annoying. Maybe kids would be more into that, but it yeah. it was polished and pretty impressive. 
the events at Unity Farm, I think you tried it. I yeah. didn't like it. I didn't really, uh, I didn't, I was walking around trying to figure out what they wanted me to do. And I just was like, all right, I've had enough of this. Um, it was trying about to be half an hour of that. Half an yeah. hour. I, it was trying to be spooky and it seemed more like a little kid game. Yeah, it definitely felt more like a kid's game. Like you are a kid in the game and yeah, you meet you this little ghost kid and uh, you have like magic you can do to fire uh, enemies. Yeah. yeah. But it didn't feel very good because you basically just point and pull the trigger like a gun. So it didn't feel like you're casting a spell or anything. Yeah. To select the spells, you basically just have a book, and then you put your hand on the book you want, and then you just, you basically have like infinite. You can just fire as fast as you want these fireballs, and yeah. And I only did play, that in the little training part. I didn't actually do any of that beyond there. Did you? Uh, what did you get? Did you meet the ghost kid? Yeah, I met, met I met the ghost kid, but then I just wandered around, kind of not knowing where do they want me to go, and then I just turned it off. Yeah, I mean. It's one of those things where I started playing it, and I thought, it's not bad, but I'll probably just wait till the full thing just to see what, what, it, what it turns into. Um, I mean, out of all the ones that you've mentioned and that other ones that I saw, this one looked the most interesting to me. Like visually, it was all it was actually pretty decent. Um, it looked like, it, you know, good amount of polish and production values. The gameplay, like, they definitely need to do something with the spell, like, the, the, the combat, because it felt really, didn't feel great. Mm-hmm. But, you know, everything else seemed okay. wasn't bad. Okay. So you have one game left, I think? Yeah, I played um, Car X Drift Racing Online, which is like a shitty mobile name. But it's actually, it's not, if you like drifting, this is probably the best drifting game I've played in VR. Uh, it's the most realistic drifting, because I have done a little bit of drifting in real life, just like one of those you know drift day things and a couple of those. Uh, it's really hard. I mean, drifting in real life is really hard. So just be aware that you're going to take, you know, you're going to have, you're going to spin out and you're going to have to struggle to get used to it. Like you're going to, the, the whole thing is you've got these different tracks and then you have to just kind of just keep playing and drifting and getting better and you get points as you drift and as you unlock levels you can get money you can unlock new tracks you can buy new cars uh yeah it's it's me it's all about the drifting if you don't like drifting and you've got no interest in drifting don't bother with it but if you like if you've always fancied you know learning how to drift i'd say this this game would probably get you to a point where if you played enough of this and you went and drifted a real car in the real life you would actually be you know you'd okay be okay you'd it'd get you the basics down enough to be able to you know, start drifting in real life, I think, personally, from what I've played. I think it's that good of a kind of simulator. I've never but drifted in, in uh, I don't know. Not it's really hard. Interesting. I mean, it's really hard, yeah. You have to have a lot of patience because you, like, you have to just keep practicing over and over again to get good at it. But What do you destroy uh, your tires? Drifting is just, uh, you know, obviously getting the car to slide, but, you know, you, you've got to get to that point where it's almost... It spins out, but you're just holding on. You, you know, you you counter steering by steering the into the slides. So as the car's going sideways, you're you're kind of pointing the wheels to the right. So if you're going, if you're sliding the car and the car slides out, so the the back end comes out. You've got to steer into it, and you know you've got to try and constantly correct. Use 
the steering and the throttle and you've done it in just, real life i did a little bit yeah huh. nothing crazy but hmm. i spent a couple of full days on you know in a in a rally car and i did a caterham like a little kit car thing yeah, it's fun yeah. in real life it's so hard i mean it's yeah. so hard i spent you have to full... use the parking brake or some shit no you just if it's rear wheel drive you just uh you can do it you know just use the throttle just stamp the throttle down enough you can use the clutch to like kick the clutch a little bit to break traction at the back and the mm. uh, car will kind of step out and you just have to counter steer and it's like a balance you like you're balancing the car right on the edge of being out of control and it's it's when you get it right it feels really good but it's very very difficult i don't know anything about cars and i've never even driven a stick yeah i mean you you've got to <laughs> you've got to be interested in drifting and cars to have any sort of interest in this game it's like you and retro games you know i've not got that much interest in retro games so for me a lot of this stuff don't really interest me whereas this is probably not going to interest you but i thought i'd mention it because it's really cheap even you know full price it's a cheap game you can do it online as well so that you can do drift you can like go into a, a course and drift around with your mates and stuff it's 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 fun yeah. if you like that sort of thing and it, wait, does it have a VR built in? Or is yeah, it's got VR support. Okay. No, it's, it's got VR support, yeah. Okay. It was added last year, but it, VR support's good as well. Works well. All right. Uh, the one thing I was going to mention, I, I took my daughter to this thing called Dinos Alive, where they have giant animatronic dinosaurs, like the T-Rex was as tall as the, the warehouse would allow. So that mm -hmm. was cool. But one th they had VR there, oh. and I didn't try it. But it was advertised like this. Immerse yourself to the fullest with a captivating VR experience suitable for ages 8 plus. But I took her there twice because she liked dinosaurs so much. But every time I looked at the VR area, it was Quest 2s with, mm. I think, the Elite battery strap. But I just kept seeing, like, three-year-olds with these headsets on them. Like, really? way, all the kids were younger than 8 that I saw. And I'm like, these kids' IPDs. <laughs> way yeah. lower they're not gonna be seeing what they need to be seeing yeah what are they possibly seeing why are people letting these kids go in these things like i'm a huge vr enthusiast i've never once put my three and a half year old daughter into vr because it's not gonna work and she's not gonna no. be able to tell me you know daddy this doesn't look right i think you need to fix my ipd i think you, <laughs> you know <laughs> uh, yeah. it's, like what what could her her ipd might be in the 40s i don't know you shouldn't measure it. You should get a tape measure out. Yeah, I'm curious. IP. Yeah. I'm yeah, not going to put a headset on her until she's a lot older. They're just going to be seeing like the edges of the screen, which are all blurry, and, and, yeah. and, and not, it's going to give them a headache or something. Yeah, yeah. it's not going to be a fun experience. Yes, I just I don't like seeing stuff like that because these kids probably, I don't know, maybe they're so young they don't even realize that it's what they're looking at sucks. Maybe they, they're just like, wow. Probably. I don't know. That was all. Okay, interesting. Yeah. I think that's all the games. Yeah, um, so upcoming, as we said, Half-Life 2 Episode 1 VR mod that comes out March 17th. Yep. There's a game neither of us have played called Ghosts of Tabor that comes out March 20th. I don't know, there's some sort of beta going on or something, right? Yeah, it's like a military... It's like, from what I can tell, it's like Tarkov, which is a non-VR multiplayer kind of military really serious shooter where you go through these levels and you have to get loot 
you, you kind of you, you gear up and then if you die you lose all the gear that you've got so you kind of got that risk reward and the object of the game is to go in you know try and get more gear and then get out of the exit alive uh it sounds it looks like it's very similar to that it's a very intense slow pace it's not like a fast paced shooter um this is definitely something that i think a lot of people will like but we'll see i'm gonna try and get my hands on it and talk about it next well it's march 20th is the is it an open beta or something or was it the actual release of the game no march 20th is the release date oh on, so we on steam yeah. all right so we'll all be able to play it and that's fine yes yeah, so and the walking dead saints and sinners chapter two hopefully finally comes out march 21st on pc because it's already um, out on uh, quest 2 yeah and psvr 2 as well oh yeah and P- oh yeah it comes out march 21st on ps it's not out on psvr 2 yet no it's coming yeah. at the same day yeah 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 um so hopefully That'll it's be- better than the quest 2 version yeah, that's going to be one of the better games, for yeah. sure. Then Vertigo, Vertigo 2 comes out March 30th. Which I'm more excited for. Yeah. And then recently they announced another Fisherman's Tale, but they just said soon. Yeah. This looks... Have you seen the trailer for this? Yeah, I watched the trailer. Yeah, that look, it looks good. Yeah, apparently it's you, a longer game as well. I think you play as his daughter? Yeah, because the first game was like all in these very small environments where you kind of um it was how would you explain it you, you kind of like you had a, a a lighthouse and you could put your hand into the lighthouse and then you could see your own hand above you like giant hand and stuff and you could pass things yeah. to yourself and make them smaller and it's bigger like and, the puppeteer of a giant puppet yeah it was really cool really uh like you had like three layers one smaller one your size and then one bigger and you could make things smaller and bigger depending on how you passed them through these different dimensions or whatever you want to call it yeah it was only a couple of hours long but it was really good and i really enjoyed it i remember i beat the last part of it but i wasn't sure how it, it was it confused me the yeah the i don't want to spoil it but the ending was actually quite cool as well with the light with the lighthouse when you're at the top with the lights and everything yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was a good game, and I think definitely this the second one it's going to be longer. Apparently, about didn't you say about six to eight hours or something? And it's, it's yeah, I can't remember what the it the looks much more bigger, like open, and you kind of it's the same sort of thing where you're puppeteering. You can like remove your hand from your body, I think, and like do things with your hand out of your body, and yeah, it looks really trippy, and I think it's going to be really really good. Same developers made Mask Maker as well, which if anyone's played that, that was also a really good puzzle game. Uh, so I've got high hopes for this one. Yeah, that's. Uh, I guess it's every platform. Yeah, this is yeah. going to be all platforms. Yeah. Then Synapse. What we think that's just PSVR two. Apparently, it's an exclusive. Yeah. It's made by the same people who made Fract, which wasn't exclusive for PSVR two, but then it came to PC and no one liked it so I doubt that they're going to ever even even if the exclusivity ends I don't see them ever releasing this for PC uh, is that Endreams? yeah okay and they made um, Phantom Covert Ops Phantom Covert Ops were really good yeah that was really good but Fract was just for me it was just too pricey for what the it's like two hours long yeah I only played the demo 25 dollars $25 or something I played really the demo expensive. on PSVR and uh I was impressed by the cover system. That was really cool. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the, the reviews on PC were only like mixed and it's short. So I was waiting. I've been waiting for a sale. Yeah, not many people bought it. So there's no, 
it's one thing I did want to mention actually because we've got this game which I've I doubt very much we're going to ever see on PC and then we've got the next one which is also uh, which is not PSVR exclusive called Journey to Foundation um, which is based on some sort of is it a novel or something I've never really heard of this this thing but it's based on some sort of actual known IP but when I was looking at the website that's advertised as just it's for PSVR 2 MetaQuest and the Pico 4 no mm. mention of Steam VR so I think we're starting to see now where people are just you know developers are just like they're not even just going to bother with PC the sales and generally on most games on PC unfortunately are very poor Mm-hmm. And then on top of that, they have to put a lot of work in to supporting all the different headsets, all the different combination of headsets and controllers. I've seen people put, uh, I think it was District Steel maybe, where they, it got a bad review because someone was using Vive ones and it didn't work very well with them. It's like, at a hmm. certain point, where can you leave this old hardware behind and not support it anymore? And that's hmm. the problem with an open platform like PC, yeah. is that people... There's no cutoff like with this console. The old PSVR, you know, it's like it's like someone's still trying to play with the old move controllers from PSVR one. My tracking sucks. Yeah, like, but on PC and having to still support that, there's a certain cutoff with consoles where they can say, you know, Sony have said we're not supporting the old console anymore, the mm-hmm. old PSVR. It's all new. Every new game needs to support these new controllers, and that makes it so much easier for developers. But for PC, they haven't got that because people are still using Vive ones. You've got people with Pimax, you've got people using virtual desktop, and then you've got virtual desktop, which sometimes you see doesn't work with a particular game, and then developers have got to try and fix that. And it's it's just, as a developer, it must be an absolute nightmare having to, like, mix reality headsets and controllers, Quest, index controllers, Vive ones. It just, and you put all that work in, like, for Fract, mm-hmm. and then you get mixed reviews and virtually no sales. I don't really blame them for not doing it. I, I don't. Unless you're the developer of Reckon, uh, when I went to that game, they're only showing you the controls with images of Vive wands. Really? Yeah. Wow. No, I thought That's that was school. pretty funny. Imagine if you're a small indie developer as well, and you've got to somehow, you know, build this game, and you've got to have every single combination of headset and controllers. What, yeah. You know, probably thousands of pounds worth of gear. Oh, tons of times in Steam discussions, yeah, I see the. The developer only has one. Yeah, they'll have it's like usually, a, it's usually a Quest Two. Yeah, they've got a Quest Two, and then they'll not support index controllers, and it's like, yeah. well, it's difficult when you when you're a small developer to be able to put out that sort of money to buy all these different headsets and controls and bindings and mm-hmm. yeah, PC VR, I love it, and it's it's obviously great for being so open because we can use things like mods and things like that, but it does. But with VR, with and all we're seeing, all I keep seeing is all oh, this new headsets coming out. It's like, whoa, that don't does that really help? Like, there's another new headset, and there's another new headset. Does that help, or does that make things more complicated? I don't know. Yeah. Because um, when we started VR, we had what we had the Vive, and there was the CV1. Rift. Yeah. That was it. Now we've got everything. We've got so many. Sorry. Yeah. What were you gonna say? Uh, I was gonna say get, I was gonna get back to Synapse so we could talk oh, about yeah. the visuals. Yeah, because you don't like that art style. Yeah. So if you look at the trailer for Synapse, it it's black and white, and I don't know how much of the game is actually in black and white, but like that that appeals that appeals to you, right? 
No, it's not just black and white. It's black and white, but then there's splashes of like really vivid colours. So like the enemies and things, and there's the explosions are all in colour. Uh, there's like doorways that you go through, which are like these really colourful doorways and stuff. It's that contrast between the black and white world with all the other stuff that's going on, which I think could be quite visually impressive, especially in the PSVR 2 headset with the HDR and everything. I think that could look really impressive. They're also using the eye tracking. Uh, so apparently, because you've got a gun in one hand, and then you, you, your other hand uh, is like picking things up and telekinesis and like barrels and throwing them at people and picking people up and throwing them. And I think they're using the eye tracking to sort of like, so you, when you want to pick something up, you just look where you want to pick it up and it, it'll know which object to pick up, which could really be actually really good use for the eye tracking because there's so many times where you've got these games where you want to pick something up and you aim with your controller what you want and you end up picking something else up. So I'm, look, I'm looking at the trailer right now. Yeah. So that's a no from me. It, you don't it's like just it? Like, it looks like, like the light brigade to me. So... The environments are completely muted and dull, and then the enemies have color, and that's kind of how light, kind of how the light brigade is. The enemies have this bright color, yeah. Because um, a lot of times you can't even see the fucking enemies until you see their their like red eye show up. Yeah. Nah, I, I just this doesn't nope. appeal to me at all. It does. It appeals to me. Hmm. You haven't got a PSVR two anyway. So. No, no. Neither of us has, but if I get one, I'll definitely want to play that game. Yeah. Uh, the next game is Before Your Eyes. I don't even know what. Oh yeah, that's the one where the eye tracking thing. Yeah, Before Your Eyes is actually a non-VR game, which they bought. They bring into VR. The non-VR game uses a webcam, so you have a webcam and it tracks when you blink, and the, it's like a it's a bit of an arty thing where you're going through this story and it's telling a story about someone, and if you want to stay in that scene and watch that scene for as long as you as you can. You have to keep your eyes open. You can't blink because as soon as you blink, it then moves to the next scene. And apparently, it's really well done. Um, and they're bringing it to PSVR too. And obviously, then you're gonna have the eye tracking, so they're gonna utilize that for this game, which could be really interesting. And then the last one is Humanity, which we got a showcase, f and there's actually a demo now available on PS5 and PSVR too. And this is made by a Tetris Effect guy, can't remember his name, and Res Infinite, which I said you said you don't like either of those games. But yeah, I don't, I don't like either of them, but I know most people do. I loved Tetris Effect. I thought it was I great. I hated it. <laughs> the, the journey mode was really well done. I thought it was really well paced, and the way that it ebbed and flowed, the music and the, the progression, it was really well done. Yeah, oh yeah. This is something you don't, you, in a lot of games, you turn off the music, which is shocking to me. Only but if the music's only if the music is like just background music that plays constantly over and over again. Okay. Like when we play Walkabout Mini Golf, I turn the music off because it's just background music that's constantly going on. Wow. Whereas if I'm playing something that's, you know, it has music that comes in at certain points and it's like building up the, you know, like an action scene and then it mm -hmm. dies down and there's no music again. Like Half Life Alex, great. You know, it's it's got moments where there's no music, moments where music comes in at specific points. That's fine. Okay, so Compound, I, I I really like Compound's music, but it plays the song plays the whole level, so you probably are getting annoyed by that. Yeah, huh? I would turn that off. Wow, that's yeah. amazing to me. <laughs> wow, like without the music, I wouldn't play games. That that's the huge, really a huge thing for me. Yeah, it just 
it irritates me if it's I listen to it for like for maybe a few loops and then I'm like okay that's enough like Red Matter 2 you're telling me that that music didn't get on your nerves after a, what, I don't even seven hear hours it. like I don't hear it anymore it was constant it was the same music throughout the entire but game I don't notice it yeah like, I, it just annoys me I like to I, live, I, I like to soak up the atmosphere yeah. I like to listen to the atmospheric sounds of the environment mm -hmm. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? I like that. I, I guess I'm looking at the humanity trailer. Did you say lemmings? Because yeah, it just yeah, it looks like that. Yeah, it's kind of like lemmings where you control this little white dog and you you're moving humans around and yeah, a level. I definitely would never play this. Yeah, yeah, not enough color. Oh, it's not a color issue. <laughs> it just doesn't color. You're colorist. Yeah, I am a colorist, definitely. Um. Because th there's plenty of colors in these people. Like, these people no, have all that, these different colored shirt T-shirts. That one's not like a VR game, really. It's kind of yeah. just... I think you're just going to be just viewing it, like, from a top-down perspective. Uh, probably playing it with a controller. For some reason, yeah. looking at this reminds me of the game Bound on PSVR 1. I never played that, actually. It's, not, it's okay. It's not good. No. no. I think it looked artsy. Like, yeah, it was artsy. You just, I, you just I, it's one of these games I, I beat it just to yeah. say I, I beat it. Oh, right. But I didn't enjoy it. You beat but it a lot, don't you? I do beat it a lot. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and uh, I remember it, it was early VR, so people were like, I think they were into it, excited, because was, that was back in like 2016 or some shit. So people were impressed by anything back then, I think. True. I, I would have been impressed by that back then, probably. Yeah, yeah. And that's it. Uh, yeah. I don't think there's anything else to talk about. I don't think so. So maybe you'll get a PSVR 2 sometime soon? Who knows? Yeah, At some yeah. point, I'll get one. I do want one. Gun Turismo 7 looks amazing. But what can you do? I'm broke. Yeah, I'm, I'm curious to hear your opinion. You've never, have you ever even tried a PSVR 1? No. So I'm curious to hear what you think of the display and the Mura. And I'll be honest about uh, it. I mean, obviously... If I get a review unit from Sony, then I'll definitely do a review. If I buy one myself, I'm not sure if I will because everyone else has already done a review. But um, we'll That see. reminds me of another gripe I had with the Light Brigade. I saw what? something that looked like Mura the whole time I was playing, and I don't know if you noticed it. Nope. Oh, okay, well, there's this, like, I don't know, they use the term fixed pattern noise on my on my headset while I was in the levels that I could see everywhere. I had to look at certain colors to really see it. Um, but yeah, that's something that I never see. Like in a Valve Index, you don't ever see, you don't ever see Mura. There is a pattern on the Valve Index. If you, it's something I noticed, if you like look at a, a light sky or something, that's very, mm -hmm. the same color, you can kind of just about see it. But it's hmm. so subtle that you've you really got to be looking for it and uh, not, I see screen not, door, but that's, I think that's about all I see. Yeah, I think it's screen door, but a lot of people see Mura's screen door as well. They kind of yeah, confuse the two. Yeah. 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 All right. As long as it's, I mean, it's, it's, I think the Mura thing with PSVR 2 and the first one apparently is different between headsets. So mm -hmm. what one person might be seeing, another person might not. Yeah. Uh, I think it exists on every single one. I think it's just the, the severity of it will probably change. Yeah, and I think if you get one that's got really bad, you're probably better off, re you know, sending it back and trying to get a replacement, mm -hmm. rather than just putting up with it.
I just put up with it in my PSVR one. You better like use that. your PSVR one though, so there wasn't probably enough for you to really worry about it that much. Yeah. 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 All right. Okay. All right. Anything else? Nope. Okay. That's it. All right. See you later. Yeah. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. See ya.